Section 10 of the American Bee Journal, Volume 17, Number 14, April 6, 1881. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by I.C. Gall, South Carolina. The American Bee Journal, Volume 17, Number 14, April 6, 1881, by Various. Section 10. Best Method of Marketing Honey by George W. House Read Before the Northeast Convention In writing upon this subject, I fully realized the difficulties of the task before me, and also the differences of opinion that exist on this interesting subject, and one that is of such vast importance to the honey producer of today. We are yet in the infancy of this enterprise, and time will doubtless reveal many changes and improvements where now we think we have attained perfection. Of course, practical beekeepers will employ all their energies to keep up with the times and give their patrons the benefit of new developments as soon as they are proved to be improvements. We should ascertain what the market demands and then diligently apply ourselves to the work in order to reap the reward. We talk of supply and demand, of overstocking the markets and overstocking the land. But in solving the problem of marketing, man's inventive genius is called upon to provide the necessary elements, whereby the desired results may be attained without increased expense to the consumer or decreased profit to the producer. This is a practical age and requires practical inventions to be used in the race for the mighty dollar. There need be no fear of overstocking the markets. Honey is being used by many manufacturers in the liquid form, and its demand is increasing throughout the land. Honey in the comb is finding its way to the tables of thousands of families throughout all Europe, where till recently it was never seen. Thus the question of overstocking the market is nearly settled. All honor to the Messrs. Thurber and their representative in Europe for their untiring energies in this grand undertaking. There are but few of us that realize the benefits of the exertions put forth by this great firm in finding a market for our products. Their undertaking has been crowned with success, and to them we owe our sincere thanks if nothing more. The markets of the world are open to our products, and it is now our duty to see that those markets are not ruined through any fault or neglect on the part of the American producer we must also have united action looking toward the prevention of adulterations. We must have cooperation in marketing honey to produce the most satisfactory results. We have seen what wonderful results have been accomplished by associate action and by a combination of interests. The great enterprises of today that are so astonishing in their magnitude are the results of associated effort and this is destined to revolutionize the business operations of the world. We have seen what wonderful results have been accomplished by the associated system of dairymen, what unity and action has done for dairying and other branches of industry, it may also accomplish for apiculture. Association and unity of action are the great mainsprings of power and progress in the world. I am pleased to know that the beekeepers of this country are awakening to this principle in marketing their products. While in New York City last October, I devoted one whole day investigating the honey market, and I must say that I was completely disgusted with the workings thereof. Not being personally acquainted with more than two of the firms handling honey, I had a splendid opportunity to investigate the facilities 
and the workings of many houses by withholding my name and pleading ignorance the honey of some of our leading apiarists was found in several different commission houses and one apiarist in particular who has probably written and said more upon this subject of marketing honey than any other one person consigned his honey to more than one commission house and the honey was not put up in a very marketable condition at that the edges of the boxes being covered with propolis and evidently no attempt had been made to remove it one commission house sold this man's white honey for twelve cents while another house was holding the same man's honey at eighteen cents one of the four honey houses in new york informed me that they received two-thirds of all the honey sent to that market the proprietor of another house told me that he handled most of the honey sent on commission to that city of course i saw their stock of honey and truthfully say that both houses combined do not sell one-fourth the amount of honey sold by either of the other two houses these men misrepresented their business and if they misrepresented to me why wouldn't they do the same to all other producers then there are other commission men who receive now and then a small consignment of honey and in almost every instance you will find that honey setting outside the door begging for a sale after seeing all this and much more i can say without fear of successful contradiction that at present there are but two firms in new york that have the facilities of handling our products h k and f b thurber and company and d w quinby undoubtedly there is not another firm in this country that can place our honey on the markets of europe to so good an advantage as can the messrs thurber while mr quinby who has been in the business for many years and has many customers can place honey to good advantage and satisfactory to the consigner both these firms are making a specialty of our products and they are the only ones go to new york with your honey see where it is destined look over the field before you and i will venture to say you will corroborate all i have said such being the case what are we to do we must have unity of action let us concentrate what honey we put on that market by sending to these two houses by so doing our honey will command a higher price sell faster and thereby ensure us quicker and more satisfactory returns what will apply to the new york market will hold good for any of our markets we must concentrate our honey and the quicker we do this the sooner we shall be able to sell our products for cash i will venture here to present another subject of great importance and one that needs the cooperative effort of every apiarist statistics of the aggregate production of both comb and extracted honey with united action this can be accomplished i would suggest that this association petition our national society praying that the president thereof shall appoint reliable and willing vice-presidents in each and every state in the union whose duty it shall be to demand of each and every secretary of the different associations within his state to collect the correct statistics of the yield within his territory to report to the vice-president who in turn shall report to the secretary of the national society and he be required to cause the same to be published in each of the bee journals no later than the first of september every beekeeper in making up his report should be very careful not to overestimate his yield in the past this has worked injury to our markets many beekeepers making a fictitious and an exaggerated report for fear that some neighboring apiarist may lead them in the amount of honey produced this is all wrong and i trust we shall soon see the end 
Remember that honey buyers keep their eyes upon all reports regarding the amount of honey produced in the country, that from these reports they fix the price to be paid, and when we go to sell our honey we are compelled to face the reports. When we are able to furnish correct statistics, then we shall see the benefit. Our larger markets are mostly supplied by the larger producers or specialists while our local or smaller markets are left to the amateur or novice. To control these lesser lights will be hard work, but as long as they keep out of the larger markets they will do no great injury. They will be helping to increase the consumption. As soon as we get to a basis of buying and selling, speculators will control these small lots. Our markets are also much injured by placing our products upon them in an unmarketable shape. Honey in the comb should be placed upon the market so as to call the attention and tempt the consumer to purchase. To this end, we should put up our comb honey in single comb sections, the combs being straight and evenly built and completely capped over. In regard to size of boxes, the demand seems to be settling down to about three sizes, viz. 4x4, 5x5, 5x6 inches. In glazing, we should have the glass nicely cleaned and put on in good shape, being careful to first remove all propolis or wax adhering thereto. In grading and crating, the apiarist should give his personal attention, that he may be positive as to details should any question arise involving this part of the work. In grading, it is well to make two grades white and two grades dark honey, putting all straight and perfect combs in the first grade while those that are stained, unevenly built combs, and not quite capped over, should be put in grade number two. In dark honey, we frequently have combs that are from three quarters up white, being finished with dark honey. This should be graded black number one, and all remaining combs should be classed as buckwheat. In crating, use only neat white crates holding 12 boxes, or if the boxes are small, use crates weighing from 20 to 25 pounds net. The honey must not be veneered, and the crates should weigh even pounds, that is, no halves or quarter pounds. We cannot be too particular in having our boxes and crates neatly made and placed on the market, free from all dirt or stain or leakage. In shipping, great care must be exercised. The crates should be placed in the car with the combs running with the car, not over six crates high, setting close together at the side and end. Extracted honey is now classed as a staple article. Therefore, it is best to ship in bulk or barrels. But if designed for the retail trade, it should be put up in small packages, such as small tin pails or pint or quart glass fruit jars, something that can be used after the honey is consumed. End of section 10. Recording by I.C. Gall, South Carolina.